Hi, everybody. Welcome to Moms Unpacking Autism. I'm Anne, and I'm here with my co-host. Stacy, who's holding a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, and I'm actually sitting here with my granola bag next to me, <laughs> and we're both at our jammies, so picture that. <laughs> we, are, we are tired. We are tired, moms. <laughs> tired. So it, it may sound a little today like like we're we're drunk, but um, in point of fact, we're just normal special ed tired moms. That's right. Yep. And what are we going to talk about, fellow tired mom? We're going to talk about listening. Listening. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. We're just going to go silent for 20 minutes. And see if everyone will listen to us. <laughs> Pretend you're in the woods. <laughs> Or maybe they've got to listen to their deep inner wisdom while we go silent. Yes, that could be. Um, I was thinking about um, listening for a couple of reasons. Um, some of you may or may not know I'm a uh, youth minister. And I recently went to a conference on how to listen. And, um, and, and that was funny because if you've ever known a youth minister, we like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> It's the only Zoom conference I've ever been to where the majority of people were raising their hands and <laughs> because they wanted to talk. <laughs> I've got to add something. I've got to add something. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> I have the answer to your problems. <laughs> yeah. So so the irony was not lost on me, but um uh but earlier this this week, um the, the other reason listening came to mind um was I was contacted by our local literacy um, foundation uh -huh. uh, that works closely with our public library system uh, to put together some programs about autism. Okay. And you, you I don't know if you can hear my chest tightening. <laughs> <laughs> no, but your hair is looking a little more frazzled even as you're talking yeah, about it. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot, it's a lot. And, and so, Anne, what would you say if somebody just called you and said, we need to put together some program on autism? No, I'd be like overwhelmed. Like you might as well throw me off a boat into the ocean because I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and also like, because I'm not from here, mm -hmm. I don't have that like memorization of all the resources. Mm, right. Because you, yeah. you know those so well when your kids are little. Yeah. Uh, I never did, but you did. Oh, yeah. well, okay. Some people did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There were these yeah. other mothers that were good mothers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they seemed to be tied in. Did you make it to PTA meetings and stuff? Or I'm sorry, as we said, these guys, PTO meetings. PTO meeting. Oh, no, I never did that. Kind of, they had them? I didn't even think yes. they had them. Oh, I didn't do that either. You didn't do, <laughs> I didn't do any of that. Make <laughs> sales. Did you bake? No, no, never. <laughs> Failure. I went on the class trips. I've talked about this before. I went on the class right. trips to okay. keep my kid from being lost. Yes, from being lost or uh, being, purely um, selfish reasons. But also, yeah. let's not forget the super fun part of going on class trips and learning that your kid really is hated. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very upsetting. <laughs> that's not just my imagination. That's the truth. <laughs> So when you always say, no, that's not true, you're like, uh. <laughs> right, it's helpful at IEP meetings. Um, um, so what I, I tried to do was uh, 
listen um, to this woman who uh, identifies as ASD. Okay. Uh, she was diagnosed with um, autism in her 40s. Uh, and what was interesting to me about this conversation was I said, what do you envision is needed? Uh-huh. And she said, well, you're the expert. Oh, boy. And I said, I have expertise, but <laughs> it's mostly in Dunkin' Donuts availability. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know the season of blueberry donut time. You know, I, I have my skill sets. I have a particular set of skills, but, um, but not not autism i wouldn't i wouldn't call that like something i am an expert in right do you think you're an expert absolutely not i mean i i i i can identify babies with autism now by just looking mm -hmm. at them you know I, so I in that, that way well. yeah mm -hmm. i feel like or any stage i can just look at them even if they're just born and they like popped out of the womb but i could tell by the way they're holding their body i'm like oh boy you know so i can do that but that's mm -hmm. as far as it goes you know i also um now if people are anxious or perseverating or some other behaviors as adults uh -huh. i would say uh -huh. oh they probably have our favorite diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think that brings an understanding. And I yeah. certainly have an education in, in in being a mom. Sure. And having received tons of services. And there for a while I read frenetically. Right. Uh, but um, but I I don't I don't think of myself as an expert. And um, I said, what we really need is to hear the voices and the input of people on the spectrum. And mm. what they want conveyed. And she said, Oh, that's such an interesting thought. <laughs> I'd never thought about oh wow. Having a different um voice or huh. or or perspective. Huh. We were still working with this top-down idea of education. Yep. Where yep. the person who's outside the spectrum. Mm -hmm. is going to be the, the expert. Right. And yet I, I am a mom who's been through 20 whatever years of this. So yeah. I, have, I have things to say. Absolutely. Or we wouldn't have this podcast, would we? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so taking from that, so I just tried to listen yeah. to what she was saying. And, and, um, and what I was thinking about after my, my workshop on listening was that listening is really a way to help foster empathy, which doesn't sound revolutionary, uh -huh. except that I think that maybe one of the things that I actually have expertise, if we want to call it that, is listening to an adult on the spectrum. Uh-huh. We do yeah. it all day. Yeah. yeah. And many people have never even taken a pause to listen to somebody with a disability. Well, that's a good point. You're right. And we do do it all day long mm -hmm. and all night mm -hmm. long and all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I leave my bedroom. <laughs> Last night I watched an hour long video with only black and white um, 
uh, graphics on YouTube about what really is the first video game. Oh, exciting. and uh, I watched it with with my son because he was super interested, yeah. and I did learn stuff. Uh, but at the same time, I thought, I am honest to God. At the end of a twelve-hour workday, listening to a one-hour podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> History of what is the first video game? I think we settled on um, uh, an English manufactured game. If you, <laughs> oh, I, if I you was must know. really wanting to know. Yeah, yeah. So, so I find it easier sometimes to listen to strangers, uh-huh. but also as we kind of wrap up parts of this pandemic, I was thinking about how we need to listen to each other. Yeah, as we kind of come out of this yeah yeah because we're going to um people are going to be traumatized uh-huh little t big t whichever it is for them yeah. Right? yeah and the only way i think we can really be present is to listen to people's emotions and what they experienced during a traumatic event yeah good point not assume that we know what they've experienced because we've gone through the same event, but we're totally different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and to that end, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to find space in my, in my life to make sure I'm heard. Okay. I'm such a, I'm such a person who will listen and listen and listen. And, um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll watch the hour long program, yeah. but, but I'm much less skilled at making sure that I've been heard on things that are important to me. Okay. Well, now Do I'm you... really glad we have the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will listen to you, even if it's only me on the other end of the Zoom call. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, okay. So uh, this is why I was dying to talk to you about this this morning. Um, because, 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 okay. Because this this is the problem. Okay, this this is it. Yeah, this is the nutshell. Okay, so I think the problem is that when you're with somebody who's in pain or who has experienced trauma, uh-huh. I think that makes you inherently uncomfortable, uh-huh. and it brings up your own fears. Oh yeah. It's literally every time I think sometimes people are talking to um, a disabled person in my presence. Yeah. That falsity, that tone, that weird, I, I think know. it's fear. It is. I know. I think you're right. Well, they're in a situation that they don't know how to handle. You know, this is, this is not familiar territory to people when they're talking to people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. You're right. And that discomfort that we have to sit in as parents because because otherwise we can't get anything out of our refrigerator <laughs> is is in fact is again expertise yeah you're right you're right just, and i have not thought of it that way and um that's absolutely true huh it's not an expertise i ever wanted no <laughs> you like to return your expertise? <laughs> well, I don't want to return the expertise because I still need it apparently, but um, I would like to have a do-over and not have that expertise handed to me. There are many things in life I'd like to not have experienced. <sighs> yeah, yeah I, I never understand when people are like, I have no regrets. I'm like, what? 
Lucky them. You're adorable. <laughs> I do. I don't even like how I just spent that 20. <laughs> don't have any I regret that. I regret that blueberry donut at Dunkin' Donuts that exactly. I have. <laughs> Which pairs excellently with the non-fat latte. Um, <laughs> now in California, you have to go early in the morning to get a reasonable Dunkin' Donut um, because I think they travel really, I know they don't come like from the mothership or anything, but, but they're always stale here. It's like the oh. saddest thing. No, it was the same way in North Carolina. Like yeah. we stopped Dunkin' Donuts because they were always stale. They were gross. You know, it's like they came from New England down <laughs> to, uh, they probably come from New England over to California. The only way you can get a decent Dunkin' Donut is right here in New England. I believe that is true. Yeah. Yeah. And not is. only that, Californians don't use styrofoam. I don't know if um, they gave up on styrofoam back east with uh, Dunkin' Donuts cups. I have no idea because I don't really go. Right. Like <laughs> but, <coffee. laughs> but, you know, the, you get this like super eco-friendly cup. Yeah. And it's, there's a little bit of disappointment in protecting the world. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know we need our oceans, but this doesn't feel right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, so um, one thing I did learn that I kind of, um, I'm working on is um, if it is your job to hear somebody, which it is my job to listen to my, my son, um, I have to remember to leave space uh, for future hope uh, and not get bogged down in whatever the, the issue is of the day. That's, I think that's the self-protective self-care measure um, that, that will keep me from aging even further prematurely. <laughs> Ed and I were talking about how I think I have the immune system of an 80 year old. <laughs> you don't have many years left then. <laughs> so. oh, no, I have the fragile white hair of somebody who was rescued from the Titanic at this point. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> it's not pretty. It's not pretty here in 2021. Um, anyway, so I don't know. What, what do you think about as we kind of start our day in our exhausted haze? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's a good idea to leave that hope. I was thinking as we were recounting the listening, I was thinking about how I listen to some things over and over and over again as they ruminate, but it seems like through the years, we're making a little bit of progress. Like mm -hmm. maybe the ruminations are shorter. They might mm -hmm. be as many, but they're shorter or it's easier to, you know, detract or distract from mm -hmm. those ruminations. Um, yeah. So I guess hope is, hope is always in line. And you know, what other choice do we have anyway? <laughs> I mean, really, cause you can either hope or despair, right? Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and you've got to keep your hope. You have to keep your sense of humor. This I'm so is... much better at despair. Yeah, no, you're very good at senses of humors too. Yeah, well, humor is despair. I, I, ju I just, I don't practice hope. Okay, yeah. I, 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 I see, I'm speechless. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, like, I, I think, 
Moving forward with even this whole process of trying to figure some things out, mm -hmm. to do that shows a little bit of hope. It does. It has to. It does show a little spark yeah. of hope, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it does. It does. So think on that. I think that I you will. have more hope than you think you have. Yeah, because I tend to classify hope as um, as foolish. Okay. Like the people who are hopeful are. Um, Pollyannas? Ignorant. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, no, when I'm judgmental, I'm really judgmental. Oh, it's, you go for it's it. It's not huh? pretty judgmental. It's, <laughs> it's not with like a kind-hearted saintly thing. It's, <laughs> it's genuinely very judgmental. So um, yeah, I, um, yes, I tend to want to be correcting and say like, oh, you don't understand this is um, going to be more painful than you've already figured out. <laughs> I'm going to help you feel despair. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I guess misery loves company. And so, uh -huh. you know, and we originally started the podcast, I think really with our whole list of, oh my gosh, life is so hard kind of yeah. things. And, and, you know, and then we took a long break because life got real hard uh -huh. and, and with the pandemic and then, Actually you know, hard. Yeah, and, and you know, <laughs> actually harder. And then we got to this point where, you know, I think that the tone kind of changed mm -hmm, and we changed mm -hmm. toward a what can we do? And and to me, that whole thing is hopeful. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. um, I think we do have to listen with hope. And uh, it's, you know, all right. In the end, it doesn't go on forever, does it? I no, mean, no. None of us go on forever. So it all stops eventually. It's a journey. Now it's I sound journey. like a California person, but it's you a do. journey. Yes, yes, well, I do. Californians, we want to identify our journeys. So you would have to say it's part of my journey. Oh, I'm not sure okay. if it's your journey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We might okay. not be on the same journey. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got that. But I understand yeah. you're more, you know, on the East Coast and it's difficult for you to be as evolved as Californians. Well, you know, we just try to produce and do things really fast and, you know, just kind of wipe the people out of the equation. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I, um, I like to tell the story of how it took three years for the people in one small New England town we lived in to say hi. And, <laughs> But once they did, we were family. Uh, 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 yep, yep, that's it. <laughs> uh, so as as we close out today, I'm going to remind us of an oldie but a goodie. Did okay. you ever um, did you ever do Simple Abundance? A day? I did. Book In fact, I'm wondering now where my book is. I might have got rid of it now, but yes. So it's a day book of comfort and joy. And uh, okay, for those of you who are younger, you know how people feel about Brene Brown. Um, yeah. Maybe not quite that much, but uh, uh, Sarah, Sarah Bonbrechner, I think it was, yeah. is how you say her last name. Um, she was a celebrity thinker yes. among women. Yes, absolutely. I would say. And she, so Simple Abundance is a, a day book is a Victorian uh, term. Um, and it's an actual day by day through a year to bring about change uh, in your life. And she collected lots of quotes and things and uh, approaches to life from, uh, you know, the 1800s all the way through like the 1950s or so. So, so this book has wonderful things in it. Like in 1917, the kitchen 
was cleaned with baking soda. And then, and then you would learn that. But, but part of why this book was powerful and not stupid um, was it, it encouraged you to listen to what you really wanted okay. in, in life. And, and I found it transformative. Um, yes in an earlier era so in in um oh and it's seasonal oh yes yes uh so she has um uh, her august 11th uh thought is whatever you can do or dream you can begin it boldness has genius power and magic in it and um it encourages you to think uh that you have nascent dreams and that they've been entrusted for your safekeeping because you're the one that's supposed to do them. Mm. So to take a look inside and see what makes you overflow with excitement at the golden possibilities that stretch endlessly before you. Because happiness is the most difficult emotion to bear alone. And I love the thought of having an emotion that's joyful or hopeful that is too difficult to bear alone, that I would be so overwhelmed with happy that I would feel the need to share that. Wow. I love that. I love that too. And it's making me worry that I'm a depressive. <laughs> you probably are. But like, dude, there's a book. <laughs> that'll that'll solve the problem yeah and 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 you know god bless the pollyannas <laughs> um but i i do think that that today you know as i kind of hold um my fellow autism parents kind of in my heart which i always do on tuesdays when we think about this um yeah, let's have these amazing things happen that we just can hardly wait to share with each other. And then the promise of having friends that would listen. I love that. That is a great way to start our week on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Tuesday. whatever. <laughs> that is wonderful. All right. Well, okay. you know, let's live the dream, babe. Let's live the dream, girl. Girl and everybody out there, you all have a great week. <laughs> Look for that hope and that silver lighting and uh, stay away from the Dunkin' Donuts on the West stay Coast. Stay away from the donuts. <laughs> oh, we can't say that. <laughs> no, we can't. It'd be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>